two boys, Robert and Mike, they were triggered by the rich dad, okay, to keep them thinking. Rich dad said you both should keep yourself thinking and thinking what you should be doing to get yourself out of the red, get red race and to think more about the business. Right after one week later, just when they were not so brainstorming certain ideas which failed, that morning, before they left for work, they saw Mrs. Martin doing something which is very unusual. Mrs. Martin is the manager at a convenience store. She was holding a scissors and she was cutting off some cover of certain books, you know. So they, they were very curious. They were like, Mrs. Martin, what are you doing here? Mrs. Martin said, oh boys, I have this old comics here. So I'm cutting off the cover to get some vouchers for a discount. So they were like, oh my God, Mrs. Martin, there are so many, there are so many comic books here. What are you going to do with the comic books? Mm, I, think, I think the supplier will, will take down the way. So can we have them, Mr. Martin? Uh, this comic still look good in condition. Can we have these comics? Then Mrs. Martin said, oh, well, boys, if you don't know, then you have to wait one hour for the supplier to come and you can both ask them. So true enough, the two boys waited for one hour for the supplier to come and that's when they said, hi, Mr. Uh, what are you going to do with these comic books when you collect them away? Supplier said, um, we will throw them straight away. Since you'll be throwing them away, can we have them? We really love comic books. So the supplier said, well, boys, you can have it, but promise me that you're not going to resell them. You're not supposed to resell them. So the boys said, yeah, we promise, we promise that we're not going to sell them. Thank you so much. So that was how Robert and Mike they managed to gather a whole box of comic books for themselves because they have a very big plan in their mind. Mike's mother has an extra room in the basement. So they figure out that with the comic books that they have, they can actually convert the basement into a library, a comic book library. Yeah, Elaine, it doesn't happen by accident but pure intention. Yes. Why they got this chance is because they were actively looking out for opportunity. Well, this wasn't the first time Mrs. Martin uh, was actually cutting out the comic books, but they never realized that this could be turned into an opportunity until the the rich dad keep on prompting them to do certain innovation into their business ideas. So right after that, they managed to convert the basement into a library, which is being supervised by their librarian. So my sister is very, very intelligent. She's uh, very good at studying, so she doesn't mind taking up the librarian job. These boys are so smart. They actually charge 10 cents for each admission. Well, still remember, guys, that they were actually only earning 10 cents every single hour when they were working at convenience store. Now, this time, they are charging uh, people for 10 cents each admission. So that is how their business empire started. And this time, it is a very, very successful business, whereby every, every week, these two boys have earnings up to $9.5 every week. Now, it's because they were not having any income it got them thinking that they need to do something with their life. And the best part of this business model is that the business runs on itself. By hiring my sister as a librarian, they literally don't have to do anything at all. And the money will keep on dropping by into their pockets straight away. So that is how they got their first business kickstarter. At the conclusion of this story is they learned how the money worked for us, worked for them. Okay, they were so excited that because this time, 
they don't have to rely on Mike's father to give them the wages, which is a 10 cents every hour. They are in the full control of their own finances. So how have you made money work for you guys? <laughs> hi, Julian. Hi, hi, hi. Can you hear me? Oops. Yeah, we can hear you. How have you made money work for you uh, in the past? Uh... Okay, uh, in fact, uh, it is quite a long planning. You really need to plan ahead. It's sort of like a, you know, it's, it's like a marketing kind of thing. All right, so initially you sell. Uh, how the money works for you is you have a good marketing, a good plan initially. Then after that, the plans actually uh, will be fruitful to you. So if you ask me, it's the initial planning that is very important. Execution is also very important, right? Because once you have the idea, it's how you execute it, right? Uh, yep. Yep. That, that one, uh, uh, it has to go along with it. That's for sure. Execution. Taking action, these are all normal that everyone needs to do it. But I guess uh, the important thing is you, you need to initiate it and start planning. If you don't do that, the money will not work for you. Basically, the mentality must be there first. Yes, yes. So you must, you must, you must actually uh, know the know-how of how to make money work for you before you start doing it or start planning on it. Thank, Thank you, Julian. Thank you, Julian. Thank you, Julian. Shall we ask another, another one to share? How yeah, I would love to hear from Elaine because Elaine is very good at creating her passive income. I know she owns a few salons. Uh, she never stopped looking out for passive income up there. Elaine, so how have you made your money work for you, Elaine? Are you calling me? Yeah. Yes. Hi, Elaine. Hi, hi, hi. We know that you have a number of salons and even during the weekend, you were looking out for a perfect spot for your new salon opening. Oh, actually, yeah. I, I, I'm not making money from my salon yet. Uh, but I know eventually I'll be making. I'm making my money from various sources. I have various investments. I invest in uh, robotic engineering, those, and then uh, uh, I have a few baskets. Lah. And uh, my ROI is usually three to five years. Oh, that's very fast. Ah, yeah. So you must be able to, uh, to uh, you must understand the fundamental of the investments. Uh, and I like to invest in uh, apps, you know? And uh, what kind of apps, yeah? Technology, yeah. sorry. Okay, there's one that I invested. This is um, uh, under Fuda International. Mm. And it's actually a joint JV between uh, Kenma. You know Kenma from China? Kenma is like uh, Malaysian Medan Kazana. And uh, Singapore, uh, Temasek. Yes. Yeah. We know yeah. this uh, uh, national uh, uh, what do you call investment arm for the country, Medan Kazana. So yes. Kenma is the, uh, for China. So someone shared with me uh, on this investment and I decided to go in. It's actually for institutional investors in the beginning. And uh, they only have a portion, 
not much allocated for individual investors. And there's also a maximum limit that you, uh, each individual can invest. So I got back uh, um, three years, I more than double. Lah. So these are some of the various investments. I have a few. Lah. Maybe one day when I see you face to face, I can share with you how I do it. Lah. Yeah, no worry. Thank you, Elaine. Thank you so much. Okay, yeah. Okay. Thank, you. Thank you. Thank you. So guys, what is the major takeaway that you got from uh, today's chapter? My takeaway basically is actually um having this as a mother. As a mother, I read back this book because I read this book many years ago when I wasn't a mom. So now after looking back, I my takeaway my takeaway is actually have to start to have a Rich dad's mindset. I really need to start. Even though I started, I, I share with Chanel that when Bella was three years old, I started teaching her what is investment. I starting I started teaching her, or not teaching, I share with her what is government all about. I tell her government is government. Then she, I will tell her that oh, okay, you see all the trees and the schools. Anything that is public is taken care by the government. Like investment. I will let's tell her that oh. Bella, uh, daddy goes to work and that is called working. When daddy need, don't need to work so so long hours and don't need to work so hard, then um, when daddy have more money and the money work for him and that's where we can enjoy and that is investment. So I slowly introduce her. So after reading this book, I need to have more table talk, no more dinner talk with her. <laughs> Well, um, it, it's actually a good thing because what Yvonne is doing is she's trying to make financial management a very important knowledge to the next of kids. Well, I'm very happy because my own biological dad is a rich dad. Because uh, since young, uh, he runs a sundry shop and all of us were involved in his business. So every time when we have dinner, right, what we talk about is not the ordinary gossip, but we are actually talking about, hey, that house is actually worth to invest. Oh, that business is not bad. I like that business model. So we got practice at a very young age, you know. So that's why when we came out to work, right, we also have the mentality that our first job is just a stepping stone. Ultimately, we will be somewhere up to the top uh, running businesses. That's why I also studied accountancy. Because I told my dad, uh, you know what? Business owners need to know how to manage accounts. Elaine says that be open-minded, be alert to opportunities, keep your antenna on. Don't close your antenna. Yes. Yeah, That's keep what thinking, I, keep thinking. Thinking, keep thinking. Uh, William said, never fear and acquire new skills to get yourself out of your comfortable the comfort zone. Having the courage to do the action with strong mindset and determination without no regrets. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's where that's where he said ignorance. Ignorance that one that is going to keep you in your rat race because you're not you're never going to you stop learning. That's where... Yeah. And I like Jackie's one. Jackie said I ch to change from I can't afford it to how can I afford it. Yes, this is a very brilliant one which I also like this. More like from I can't do this to how can I make this work. Yes, exactly. It's the exactly. mindset that matters here. And we agree with Jackie on this because affordability is something that uh, is very different uh, for poor that and rich that in their mentality. And then... Um, the, no, point number two is about the red race. Red race involves these four key elements, the fear, the greed, desire, and ignorance. Keep thinking and trying until money works for you. 
So that is uh, like a lot of you have shared just now. Opportunities is there. Uh, just be creative uh, until you find the way that works for you, right, guys? Yes, keep thinking, keep talking, talking to, to the to the experts, talking to you want to do this business, you talk you, you find the expert out and you talk to them. I think they are more they are more than willing to share with you actually. So with that said, guys, uh, we shall end our session today. Thank you so much for participating.